Hey, what's up? What's up, everybody? Yeah, it's going to be a special night tonight. I'm on a pop-up podcast, and I got one of the most coolest brothers in the house. This guy has really done a lot for the conscious community, a lot for his people. He has literally touched the lives of hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people all over the world with his online YouTube shows that he does. His, his shows cover things from advanced technologies to gnosis to ancient civilizations to esoteric wisdom to UFOs and aliens uh, to you name it. Uh, and so it's my honor, uh, after being on his show many, many times, for him to come on my show now. We have Richard Merritt, a.k.a. Black Magic 363 YouTube account on the Forbidden Knowledge Podcast. What's up, Rich? Hey, Billy, what's happening, my brother? Hey, man, it's so good to have you on here, man. It's fun. Like I said, now you on the other side of the screen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's something different over here, man. <laughs> yeah, it's different, man. It's different, man. But <laughs> thanks for taking the time to come on here today. Um, you know, we want to talk about a few things tonight. We're going to really uh, you know, kind of really talk about applied knowledge. And there's a lot of things that I've observed about you over the years. And what I've noticed about you is that you don't just absorb knowledge or learn knowledge or study or research information. You actually can go back and apply it. So we're going to kind of get into that tonight. All Indeed. right. <clears throat> First, what I'm going to do, though, real quick, I'm going to run a quick ad, which is to talk about the huge workshop that we have coming up very, very soon. Huge. All right. So guys, hold tight. Here comes a quick promo for this huge workshop that we're going to be talking about tonight that you don't want to miss and space is limited, you're gonna to wanna to sign up ASAP. Billy Carson here, AKA Forbidden Knowledge. I wanna to talk to you about the Blueprint for God Power Workshop. It's coming up January the 7th from 11 a.m. all the way until 8 p.m. And we might do overtime and go all the way to 9 or 10 p.m. It's gonna be eight to 10 hours of incredible teaching by Dr. B Serious and myself, Billy Carson. I'll be talking about how to consciously reprogram yourself on a cellular level digging deep down into the knowledge of cells and how they respond to cymatic frequencies and then teaching you how to reprogram yourself. I'll also be teaching financial literacy, things like how to set up a trust, a will, and a testament, okay, so your family can have tax-free funds. I'll be talking about how to build businesses and business credit and learn how to become your own bank. I'm also gonna be talking about how to rewrite your epigenetic code, which is something that we all need. We have 15 to 20 years of epigenetics from our ancestors in our body. And those memories cause us to have certain things like PTSD, uh, suicidal thoughts, and, and just thoughts of depression and things that hold us back. I'm gonna teach you how to get that out of your body. Purge yourself. We're also gonna teach you how to use your energetic field to heal yourself. This is something I'm a big believer in, especially since I, since I learned how to do it myself. It's gonna be an amazing workshop. You don't want to miss this blueprint for God power. Dr. B Serious is gonna be going in on his gnosis and his metaphysics. It's gonna be amazing. It's gonna set you up for a huge and powerful 2023 and beyond. Make sure you click that link and register ASAP because space is limited. All right, guys, like you saw, it's going to be an amazing workshop. Dr. B. Sirius and myself are going to go in for at least 10 hours total time. He's going amazing. to do an extra hour. <laughs> I'm going to do an extra hour. And it's going to, we're going to help people kick off this 2023. Matter of fact, for just for a second, let's talk about this. By the way, guys, I dropped the link 
to that Eventbrite in the comments. So no matter what platform you're watching me on, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, uh, just go to eventbrite.com if you can't see the link and type in Billy Carson or just click that link I dropped in the comment feed. But Rich, tell us a little bit about how you came up with the concept and why you put this <clears throat> workshop together. I'm going to tell you, Billy, uh, how I came up with the concept is exactly why people should sign up for the workshop. I have a very close relationship with, I guess you could say my higher self or my spiritual mm. self. Some people may say God. Some people may say the ancestors. There's different names according to your belief system, but mm -hmm. there's something invisible that I'm tapped into. And I spend a lot of time meditating. I spend a lot of time in solitude. And as we know, solitude, uh, you come up with these you 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 euphoric, not euphoric, uh, what are they called? These aha moments where you're like, aha, aha. Epiphanies. Epiphanies, yeah. So because I spend a lot of time in solitude, I have a lot of epiphanies. And I ask a question, I throw it in a quantum field, and it comes right back to me. Mm. It comes back to a lot of people, but they don't know, they're not listening usually. Right. I have enough time, moments of silence in my life where I'm able to hear the answer of the question that I previously asked. Mm. That's powerful, man. Because that's something very similar to what I do, especially when I'm teaching. Mm -hmm. I actually try to teach from that same perspective. It's almost as if you're not your thoughts. You're the observer of your thoughts. Yes. yes. Yeah. And that's powerful. And so, guys, I'm telling you, this workshop, this is a, this this is like a divine workshop. The way that it came together after I watched Dr. B on your channel, your network. Mm -hmm. And I said, man, this guy really understands like he gets it. You know what I'm saying? And not only can, does he get it, but he can actually explain it in a way that the average person can actually understand it. And so that's how, like, that's the way I like to teach. And so when you said for us two to come together and to do this workshop, the Blueprint for God Power, man, this thing is going to be powerful, so powerful. Now, I'm going to yeah, tell you, Billy, when I sent that message out into the quantum field, yeah. I was very specific about what I wanted with this, what I wanted to accomplish with this workshop mm -hmm. in terms. And a lot of us, we're so programmed to be humble that we're scared to ask for certain things. But I was specific, Billy. I wanted mm -hmm. to be extremely successful. I wanted to reach the world. I wanted the whole world. I mean, I wanted to be the greatest of all time. I want. Right. I, I was talking to the universe as if somebody would say, "Brother Rich, you're being arrogant." Nah, right. I'm. I'm being who I need to be to get what I want. You exactly. know what I'm saying? Sometimes we're so humble. The universe is like, I don't know what you want. Then you beating around the bush. You say, just say what you want already. You know what right. I'm saying? So right. I was specific. Yeah. You have I to said, be yeah. There's, I know I know exactly what you're saying. There's a fine line between ego and understanding the power that you're walking in. Yes. And some people from the outside looking in might say, "Oh, you know, this guy, this guy says he's a well, he's God walking in the flesh. He's he says he can command things into existence. This guy's this guy's full of it." No, you have to understand that the universe it understands power, mm -hmm. and un it understands frequency. So when you come at a low frequency or low power, it's going to boomerang back to you the same low frequency and low power chaos that you're sending out of your body. When you come with the high power, high frequency, you know definitely what you want and how you want it to be. You know the end before the end even arrives. That's when the universe sends you back like a boomerang, exactly what you're looking for when you're being very, very specific, which is some of the things we're going to be teaching in this workshop. So you hit it off, man. You did it exactly like it's supposed to be done. And that's how we're all supposed to walk. We're supposed to walk in power 24-7, period. Mm -hmm. Some people, I think, are scared to walk in power, you know? Uh, yeah. one, of the, one of the things I noticed about you mm -hmm. over the years is when you 
set up an interview, for example, uh, with anyone, including myself, you'll do some research ahead of time. You're prepared for the talk or the, the podcast you're about to do. You're fully prepared. You have questions that you've not only just come up with, but you've pondered that you've also then gone back and researched. And so what is your what is your process for you know, for coming up with these amazing podcasts and these amazing guests that you get on your network? Uh, number one, like I said, solitude. My, uh, mm. my my lady understands that I need to spend some time to myself to uh, mm -hmm. tap into a certain frequency. You know, mm. it's it's like, let's say we're talking about cooking. I have to tap into a cooking frequency. So I might watch several videos of cooking. I might just spend some time in nature looking at the sky. I might, you know, uh, just several things that I might do. One thing that's important that I understand is that the questions aren't coming from me per se. The questions are being channeled. Mm -hmm. So because I know the questions are being channeled, I know that they're going to be great. And I know that there's no fear about during the interview because I know this is all, like DJ Khaled said, God did. This is all God right. stuff right here. You know what I'm saying? This is higher yeah. self. I'm just, like you said, the ego is strictly the observer. So I don't mm -hmm. worry myself to death. I mm -hmm. do what I could do to prepare, which is important. And then after that, I let go and let God. So right. I do what I do to prepare, then I let go and let God and, and things fall into place that seem to fall into place that way. Oh, they fall into place. Great, man. I've been watching you grow over the years. And what I like about you, which is really the topic of this podcast, is applied knowledge. <clears throat> so from time to time, you know, you, me and you will talk, right? You know, behind mm -hmm. the scenes, on the phone, we, we, we vibe, we talk about all different aspects, business, finance, relationships. We talk about all kinds of stuff over the years. Yeah. But what I, what I really notice about you is when you ask specific questions, if I give you a response or a solution that you think fits into your paradigm, you execute that. You go out and you take advantage of that. Whereas a lot of people, and I can tell you how many countless people ask me trillions of questions a year. I mean, the questions are, you know, an unbelievable amount. You just can't even conceive how many questions I have to answer every single year, just walking down the street. But 99% of those people never take any of those solutions and actually put action behind them. What is it about you that you think allows you to put action behind the knowledge? Not, or just, not just sit back and hear it, but actually then take action. I'm going to tell you, Billy, and this may be just me or I don't know, but, you know, reality is so personal. Mm. Uh, there's a book called, I think, uh, Personal Reality by, I think, Jane Roberts or something like that. But, you know, and different things work for different individuals. So this is a disclaimer. What works for me may not work for you. And that's why... In ancient Kemet, they said, know thyself. Thyself mm. means each individual person is a different right. universe, and there's different rules that apply to how you manifest things. So mm -hmm. for me, Billy, what makes it easy for me, I'm going to be honest, Billy, the more intense I, when, when I meditate or mm. when I practice my visualization, the more intense I am into the manifest, um, into the visualization or to the meditation, that carries over into reality. So by the time reality comes... Mm -hmm. It's easy. It's like it's automatic. My body moves like like something's moving, like something's right. moving me. It's almost like the better I am at meditation, Billy, it's like something's yeah. moving me like this. And I don't have yeah. to put in much effort, Billy. Once right. I because I don't chase things in this realm. I chase things in the spirit realm. And then in, and in this realm, things chase me. Let me exactly. say this again. I, I look for things in the spirit realm. And in this realm, things look for me. So mm -hmm. during the meditation, I'll look for certain things or I'll put certain things out there. By the time it hits.
this realm, really it's like this. So when I ask you a question, you tell me something, I I, I, I can't procrastinate because right. I'm possessed at that point. I'm yeah. possessed by that spirit that I had in that meditation. And it's like, nah, you're going to move today. You're going right. to get this work as Loaded Lux said. You're going to get this work today. <laughs> so it just happens yeah. that way because yeah. I'm so, you can hear the way I talk. So mm -hmm. the way I talk and how passionate I am, that's the passion I put in my meditation. Mm -hmm. And it just works out that way. I, You know, one thing, and this is the last point to the question, uh, as far as me uh, moving on things you say, I've learned that uh, my body is going to tell me no. And it is my mm -hmm. job to tell the body that I am the master. That's my job to tell the body. Yeah. The body's going to be like, nah, an another mm -hmm. set of push-ups? Hold on, hold on, hold on. We're going to do another. Nah, you ain't got to do that much, Rich. Come on, just chill. Because your body, yeah. you have a neural network set up from the past. So your mm -hmm. body is like a, a, a your past programming. So right. it, will, it will tell you no when you want to tell it yes. You have mm -hmm. to tell your body, listen, I appreciate what you have done, but yeah. I am in control now, and this is what we are doing now, and you have to move forward. Exactly. No, that's man, that's so true. Your body's always going to give you that little pushback. Yeah. That little yeah. pushback is it's always going to come. It, it's, it's inevitable. That pushback is there. A lot of people, they just they take the pushback or that first sign of pushback from the body and the mind. They go, oh, you know, tomorrow. Oh, maybe, maybe not. Oh, maybe I can't do this or or maybe, you know, this ain't for me. And at the, the slightest bit of pushback. Oh, we can start that diet next week. Oh, I can start mm -hmm. working out next week. Oh, I can take advantage of this opportunity, you know what I'm saying, this time or that time. It'll come back. The opportunity will come back. Let me tell you something, people. Opportunities don't always come back. And I, mm -hmm. I can tell you from my own personal experience that opportunities mm -hmm. don't always come back because I learned the hard way that mm -hmm. opportunities do not always come back. I remember, and some of you might have heard this story years ago. I mean, years ago. This is probably when I was in my uh, mid-20s. Now, so we're talking about, you know, man, doggone. Wow, that's a long time. Yeah, I think I was 24 years old, actually, when this happened, because I was about to turn 25. Mm -hmm. And it was gonna, I was going to have a big celebration about this event. It was a big business opportunity I was about to get. Mm -hmm. And I didn't show up to the meeting. <clears throat> so what happened was this guy knew he was a multimillionaire. I had a company that was a multi-hundred-thousand-dollar company. Mm -hmm. This was a, the old school marketing back in the day, long before the internet even came around. And I had some unique marketing strategies that would take companies to the next level. And so this guy had a plug for me to a company right now that has completely exploded and gone to damn near almost a trillionaire status. Mm. They're on the stock market and everything. Wow. And the guy that was going to plug me in and more that had plugged me into him, he set the meeting up and everything. This was going to be an exclusive deal, an exclusive marketing contract for seven years. I would have been, I probably wouldn't be on this video right now. I'm not even going to lie. I'd be, I'd be uh, <laughs> on the back of a, like a, a $100 million yacht right now. That's yeah. how big that contract was because I know the company that actually got the contract, who's, who's on the same level I was on, billionaire status. Mm. Uh, and so I didn't go to the meeting because I got pushback because I came out of the house the next morning, had my suit on, had my tire, had everything ready to go, my attache case, I'm ready, and I had a flat tire. I had a flat tire. Mm, I got a flat tire. Oh, man, you know what? I don't feel like going back in the house and taking off this suit, going back outside, cha changing the tire. Waiting for AAA was back then was like three hours. So that was uh, you know out of, out of the question yeah. completely. You got to do it yourself. Yeah. I said, you know what? Let me call my friend. I called my friend and I said, hey, you know, tell them uh, I got to do this again, probably, you know, later in the week or another day. If you can reset me an appointment because I have a flat tire. Mm -hmm. well, guess what? That multi 
billion dollar opportunity never came back. Ooh. You know why? Because just like windows and doors of opportunity open, they also close. Ooh. And I learned a valuable lesson on how to handle pushback from your body, from your mind, from your consciousness. <laughs> Man, that was well, that a lifelong lesson. <laughs> that was a hell of a lesson, Billy. Yeah. You know what? I finally got a hold of them people. And you know what they said? My guy said, he what? said, they're never going to meet with you. I said, why not? He said, because you couldn't find it important enough to get one tire fixed to make it to that appointment, even if it meant you were going to be late. And he said to me, let me ask you a question. If you were working a job and this job and, and you knew that there's a hypothetical, he said, if you they told you that if you don't come in today, you're, you and your family, and your kids, you're going to be on the street, guaranteed. And you came outside and you had four flat tires. He said, wouldn't you find any way to get those four flat, four flat tires fixed? And I said, you got damn right I would. Mm. He said, you, you, you see, he didn't make it a priority. It wasn't mm. important enough for you. And therefore, they don't want you. So I learned that lesson, luckily for me, in my 20. I think it was 24 years old, if I can remember correctly. I learned a huge lesson. So no matter who you are, if you're listening to this, when you get that pushback, like Brother Rich say, you got to push back. You got to yes. push through that. Yes. You got to explode through it. Say, no, I'm coming. I'm I'm, I'm ready for another rep. I'm ready for whatever I got to do. I'm ready for another phone call. I'm ready for some more paperwork or documentation. I'm ready for whatever it is you got to do to get whatever it is done. You got to fight through that. You can't allow it to take over your consciousness and cause you to be, uh, you know, sit back and be lazy and push things off. Be, be <clears throat> you know, be a person that likes to procrastinate, so to speak. You know what I'm saying? Billy, isn't this thing, I can't help but ask questions, I'm sorry. Isn't this real weird how it's set up the simulation, the 3D simulation where the biggest enemy is inside your head? Like, what oh. the hell? What kind of trick is that? The biggest enemy is inside my head? What kind of trick is that? What kind Listen, of cruel trick is that, Billy? You think this is- That's a sadistic is, trick. That's what a the biggest hell? trick that everybody can't it's overcome. in my head? I thought yeah. it was out there. Yeah. Listen, oh we're programmed to think the problem is always out there. In, my, in that case, I thought the tire was my problem. <laughs> yeah, the tire exactly. wasn't my problem. Yeah. I was my problem. Man, Just like I try to tell people, man, you hit it right on the head with this matrix. Because mm. if you look at the civilization that we're living in right now and the situation where the majority of people are under in terms of, uh, you know, in terms of the actual, I would say, the status quo with who, who the elites are and what the elites have going on. What hap what's happening out there? What we see is we have uh, we're we're subjugated. We're working these most of the people working nine to five jobs for barely any pay. Inflation is going up. The prison system is locking up the majority of the people on victimless crimes. We got all this crazy stuff, poly tricks and everything else. Mm -hmm. And all we want to do is we want to go look what they did. Look what they did. Look what they're doing to us. Look what they're doing. And instead of looking in the mirror and going, look what we're allowing to happen to us. It always starts with us. There's 8 billion people on Earth who don't know their true power. 8 billion with only 100 people running the whole show. you got 100 people running 8 billion people. That shows you the herd, the sheep mentality is so powerful. At some point, we got to realize we have the power. The power is inside of us. All we got to do is stop playing the game. But it always goes back to look in the mirror. And if I think the world can understand that the problem with what's going on in the world is inside of our heads, not out there. A shark is going to be a shark. A shark see blood in the water, smell blood in the water, a shark is going to attack. That's what a shark is supposed to do. I'm not mad at them people. They're sharks. They're fulfilling their legacy in this matrix. But guess what? You're a god. 
and you're allowing facts. a shark to bite you. That's facts. That's facts. That's facts. <laughs> it's got to stop, man. You know, it just has to stop. And, and you know, Billy, that's what, you know, it's, 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 that's what makes, you know, what I do real difficult. You know, Billy, you know, I have a, on my channel, I, a lot of the people on my channel uh, are melanated and sometimes it's tough to hear that message because of mm. the history of this country and the yeah. history of discrimination and what we've mm. been through. Yeah. When I tell the, when I tell people sometime that, you know, you're in control of all of this, you know, because of all the external events, it's kind of a hard pill to swallow. Mm -hmm. So, you know, uh, hopefully that I see things are changing and we are learning more and more the power that we possess and that we don't have to be a victim of police brutality. We don't have to be a victim of racism. I understand that that may be a program we incarnated into, mm -hmm. but that doesn't mean that we have to stay within that program. It was just, right. for whatever reason, it was a lesson that we wanted to experience, but we are more powerful than a program that we incarnated into. And that's yes. what I'm trying to teach people globally, and especially people within this country that have been through certain things, the message is a little hard for them to digest, depending on what level of trauma they've been through. But we all right. have the same power to tap into this, 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 this God frequency, this, this, this mm -hmm. God power that we are talking about on a workshop on January 7th. Yes, right. I'm going to drop the link again in the, in the comment box right now as well. This workshop is going to be incredible because what you just said, Rick, is exactly what we're going to be working on. We're going to teach people how to reprogram their own epigenetic memories, how to delete negative memories out of their body, remove it from the actual RNA in their body, how to reprogram the DNA real, in real time. We're going to begin the process in real time in this workshop, how to begin to reprogram your DNA, how to re-encode yourself, how to literally delete negative programming, how to understand and be able to discern all the negative programming and all the trickery that has been put into your consciousness and have now made its way into your DNA and RNA, which is being passed on from generation to generation. How do we stop this generational curse of epigenetics for 15 to 20 generations of the horrors of the past? And then also, how do we begin to see that we truly do have some control over our own reality tunnel? How do we shape that? How do we control that? How do we build that? And how do we teach the next generation to be better prepared for this matrix so that when, when they get out there, they don't hit the pitfalls that we hit? That's what this whole thing is really about, man. How to set up a legacy for the future and change everyone through positive programming and re-encoding the body in a way where it's long lasting. That it's not just some temporary fix for a couple of weeks or a couple of months. That you can begin to see the situation unfolding far into the future. And you can see generation after generation now picking up on this and rewriting everyone and everyone getting a start at a higher level than it was from the previous uh, you know, level. So that's why this workshop is going to be so important, and especially when I'm talking about the financial literacy aspect of things and giving the game up on exactly what people need to do to understand how to run through this financial matrix. I know that some of the stuff, you know, one of the things I talked to you about before you took advantage of it you know, which is a mortgage on a house. You know, a lot of people, you know, uh, they don't know how to get a mortgage. They're afraid to get a mortgage. They they don't have um, a conventional business, so to speak. So they're trying to find, and I can show you how to get a mortgage without verification of income, no tax returns. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of ways to get a mortgage on a house. I can show you how to get a mortgage in several different ways. Even if you want to become an investor into investment properties, 
I can show you with a with a 580 credit score how to become a property investor and start buying properties and flipping properties tomorrow. I got all the plugs and all that information is going to be given up uh, in the workshop. You guys can't miss this workshop. I'm going to drop the link in the comment box one more time. If you want to learn how to change your life spiritually and financially, you want to be in on this class. It's eight to 10 hours of teaching that you're probably not going to get anywhere. And if you did go to a university, they'd probably charge you $150,000 and spread you out over four semesters. <laughs> indeed, indeed. Yeah. And you, and, you know, I've seen certain people say, um, you know, there's always people that say when you offer something like this, there's people that say, um, Oh, that, that I could get that on YouTube for free. Oh, so I could, I could, I could read that somewhere. I'm gonna tell you family, one yeah. of the things that don't let anybody trick you out of your blessings. I remember mm. there was one time when I was young and I was about to go to this workshop for not a workshop, uh, a, like a seminar for music. And this dude was like, Oh, i got all the connects that, 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 that you're, you're going to get, if you, you will get, if you go there. But my, my spirit told me to go to the, to, to the seminar and I mm. went there and I, I got so many connects that, and, and I realized that if I waited on this dude, he wasn't giving me no connects, but he found out I was about to get those connects. So he went to tell me, Oh no, 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 no. You know, mystery loves company. That's one mm -hmm. of that, that, that right there is one, one of the biggest things you see on the internet. When somebody's trying to sell you too hard of a perception, it's mostly because they're miserable and they want you to be miserable along with them. Mm -hmm. So you have to not let anybody trick you out of your blessings. I figured that out, fortunately, when I was young. And I hope y'all yeah. figure that out now, if you haven't, that sometimes opportunities will present itself. And don't let, if you follow your intuition, don't follow what I'm saying. And also don't follow the something the other person that's trying to sell you that, Oh no, that's bad. Don't do that. Don't do that. Follow your intuition family. So if mm -hmm. your intuition tells you don't do it, don't do it. But yeah. if your intuition tells you to do something, I want y'all to follow it because that that's, that's very important to me, Billy. And, and I stand yeah. by that. And that's something that I, I, I teaching that I'm continuing to express in 2023. And I know we're going to talk about that uh, mm -hmm. during the workshop. Oh yeah. We're going to dig deep into that, man. Listen, knowledge is power. But really, it's not power. So it's tricky. People say that all the time. It's really the apply, the application of knowledge. When you apply the knowledge. So like you just said, follow your intuition. People, a lot of people heard that. And then they'll have some intuition and they won't follow it. And they go, damn, I should have listened to myself. Yeah, you should have listened to yourself. <laughs> you don't have the true power until you apply the knowledge, until you apply the wisdom. You know, I can sit here and I can digest hundreds of books, thousands of books, I've read over a thousand books, scriptures, cylinder scrolls, papyruses, cuneiform tablets from all around the world. But then I can just sit here in my house and just watch football or basketball all night long and not talk to anybody about any of it. What benefit does that knowledge have? It's stuck inside of here and it goes nowhere. But by <clears throat> becoming an author, writing books, by expressing yourself in videos and, and content and, and, and documentaries or whatever you do, even just speaking to people, you then transfer via Wi-Fi, that consciousness, which rides on a cymatic frequency into the ne next person's ear, gets translated by the cochlea, sent to the brain, and now they've got downloaded knowledge that they have a choice they can make. Do they just listen to this and, and save it in their brain, or do they apply it? But it becomes a consciousness virus in a way when you start to spread information in a positive way and teach people in a way that they can take the information, they can duplicate that, and then they can duplicate it over and over again. When you create duplicatable information and duplicatable knowledge, that's when you really have something. That's why I like your show, Rich, because a lot of the stuff you have going on your show, a lot of the people you have speaking on your show, 
they have they're able to explain things in a way where a lot of people can understand it which is why you have grown so big when you can create knowledge they teach knowledge in a duplicatable fashion where people can digest it and then teach it to someone else that's when you hit a special uh a special accord with you know understanding your true divine god power how to spread information in the way how to spread knowledge and information that's going to ride the wave into the future and change the future reality in the third dimension it's just been incredible, man. And, you know, you got some amazing guests. And um, I'm, I'm just so happy, man, you really put this whole thing together because I really can't wait for this. I've been already getting my paperwork together and all my documentation to get ready for this workshop. I'm, I'm, I'm super excited. And, and like I tell the people, this is going to be this is historic. What's going to go down January 7th. One thing I want to tell the family about what Billy's saying and what I'm saying, saying about applied knowledge. And this is an important piece, Billy. And I, will, I, I definitely want to hear your thoughts on this, what I'm about to say. I mean, this is, to me, the most important piece because we have a lot. We always talk about doing, doing. You have to do. You After the meditation, you got to go out there and do it. Very important, Billy. Let me say this again. I'm being exaggerated to, extra, right. to stress my <laughs> point. Very yeah. important. It's not just about what you're doing, family. If you if you if If you're doing what you're supposed to do, it's about who you're being while you're doing what you're doing. Mm. And what that mm. means is that there's a lot of people who say, I want to be a successful podcaster. Mm -hmm. And I do, I got the equipment. I'm spending hours researching camera equipment, lighting, everything in terms of the, the whole podcasting industry. And I, and, I, and, I, and I go out there and I, and I gather questions and I do the podcast and I'm not successful. Mm. One of the ingredients is who are you being while you're doing all of that? So the thing is, this is why they tell you to follow your passion while you're researching, while you're gathering lights. Are you happy while you're gathering the lights? Are you mm. happy? Are you proud? Are you visualizing yourself being successful while you're doing all of this? Mm -hmm. Because that's important. It's, it's, it's like being versus doing, or it's like, what, what, what's that saying to be or not to be? Who right. are you being during this process? You have to be in a state of gratitude while mm -hmm. you're going through the journey a state of gratitude while you're going through the journey equals success a yeah. state of despair or a state of oh god this is hard work while you're going through the journey the journey is never going to turn out to the destination that you want so you mm -hmm. have to have a certain mindset throughout the journey and that's the being aspect because remember the quantum field picks up on your feeling frequency mm -hmm. It picks up on your emotional frequency. So I just want to remind people while we're doing all of this, think about who you're being while you're doing all this. Don't be miserable and do your job because you're never going to be successful at your job if you're right. being miserable at your job. You have to be happy. You have to be thankful. You have to be fulfilled. You have to mm -hmm. feel grateful. You have to feel euphoria while you're doing your job. And the results, family, are going to be absolutely spectacular so when they yeah. tell you to do the, the, these to-do lists all the gurus say have a to-do list in 2023 family i want y'all to have a to-be list mm. have there a to-be list who <laughs> I am i it. gonna be today who am, who am i gonna be while i'm working out who are you gonna be while you're working out in the gym mm -hmm. right who are you gonna be while you're with your lady who are you mm -hmm. with your man who are you gonna be while you're doing all these things it's mm -hmm. not just about doing it. It's about who you're going to be while you're doing what yeah, you're doing. Exactly. Well. Yeah. yeah. So powerful. That's why it's so important to follow your passion. Yes. Not just to pick a career or something to do just because, hey, this might make me a lot of money. That's the wrong way. That's chasing money. And that's not chasing your passion. When you chase wow. money, 
you it will always elude you. You may make some of it, but you never get to the level that you could potentially get to. But when you chase your passion and then you find a need for that passion in the world and you fulfill that need, then money is just a side effect of an energy exchange. It just shows up in your bank account. I don't worry about where money is going to come from. I don't worry about how it's going to get there or how am I going to take care of the next thing and how am I going to pay it? I just keep doing what I love to do. And I know that there's a need for what I love to do in this world. And since there's a need for that, I feel that need. And the side effect is money. Money is just a result of an energy exchange. If you think money is real, I was talking to my stepson the other day, uh, you know, because we were he, he had a couple of dollars in his hand and he was always, you know, he's playing with the money and, he's, and he thinks it's, you know, a lot of money. You know, our kids, he's only 10 years old. Right. And I said, that's not a lot of money and money has no value. He said, this is a lot of money. I said, listen to me. It's not a lot of money, son. Mm. Imagine if we were in Alaska right now and we were freezing to death at night and we didn't have any Kindle to make a fire, but we had a bag of your money. Do you think we would burn that money or do you think we would freeze to death? He goes, he'd burn it. I said, you see, it has no, it has no nothing but attributed value from consciousness. At that moment, we valued it as Kindle to warm our bodies to keep us alive. Mm -hmm. Other than mm -hmm. that, it couldn't, it wasn't worth spending on anything. I said, so don't get stuck and caught up with the paper. It's mm. all about what kind of passion, what kind of exchange you're putting out in the world. And that always will be there for you. You know what I'm saying? It will always be there. And when you get people to understand that, that's when life begins to change for them. That's when they, all the doors open up. That's when they realize, oh, man, I've always been abundant. I've just been blocking the abundance. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You know, and, and, and I... Like I said, Billy, I can't help but ask a question because that's just part of my <laughs> my, my nature and who I came down here to be. Yeah. So let me ask you this, Billy. So um, in, in terms of us figuring out who we are and us, like we, we're talking about knowing thyself, mm -hmm. uh, uh, um, when, when, it, it's, it's, it's real hard, Billy, because you, you, you figure out who you are and it's the, the trickiest thing, Billy, and I need everybody to listen. I'm going to whisper. I need every the trickiest thing, Billy. Nobody could fully comprehend who you are, but you mm. and your, your your wife, your son, your daughter, your pastor, whoever they they're like, okay, well, you want to do this? You're like, well, my name is Billy Carson and quantum yeah. physics, and nobody really knows what you. They may agree, but it's a lonely journey in a sense that who you are. It's like a it's like a snowflake. Each snowflake has a different pattern, a different mm -hmm. design. So no snowflake is the same as others. So since you're not the same as somebody else, before you actually manifest you who you are, it may it, it may it, it may be that people don't believe who you are, Billy. They just don't get the shit. Mm -hmm. So they're like, yeah. Billy, you're thinking real big. I don't I don't get it. What? So it's like, what do you say to the people? This just yeah. lonely lonely journey mm -hmm. of, yeah. of 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 spirituality. Yeah. What would you say to the people who who embark on this journey? Knowing that it's going to be a lonely journey, Billy, what would yeah. you say to somebody, my brother? Listen, man, I, I tell you, I got a couple of stories for this one. And I, I this is, you know, hopefully this helps a lot of people what you just said. I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah. So, you point. know, when I was in the, in the third grade, <clears throat> I got to make sure I don't get choked up because this really gets me sometimes. Oh, man. Well, take your my time, third, brother. My take third time. grade teacher. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Take your time, brother. Take your time. Take your time, brother. <clears throat> we in. She told me, she, she asked the class, what, what do you want to be when you grow up? <clears throat> and uh, everybody said, you know, a doctor, attorney, garbage man, whatever. 
And I said, I want to be famous. I want to be on TV. And she said, are you crazy? You'll never be on TV. You're too poor. Look where you come from. You'll never make it. And the whole class laughed at me. Mm. And I was like, damn. I looked around. Everybody's just laughing, 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 you know? And I was a joke of the day. And people still laughed even after that for a couple of days, every time they see me or whatever, you know? And I was just like, wow. She tried to knock me down. Now, I could have took that and I could have turned that into PTSD. You know, I could have turned that into, yeah, man, look at me. Look where I'm at. I'm, 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 a, I'm, I'm, I'm a loser. My family, my mother and father, they deliver newspapers for a living. They make 16000 a year combined income. Who do I think I am that I can be famous and be on TV and this and that, you know what I'm saying, and all that kind of stuff? And um, I went home that day. You know, I cried or whatever. I sat down, though, and I said to myself, you know what? I'm not going to let that be my reality. I'm not going to let that lady tell me that I can't do what I want to do. And I remember the next thing I did was I started going to the library and looking up books on TV broadcasting, books on uh, being on TV, books on acting, books on uh, newscasting and broadcasting and all these things. And I was just reading them. I didn't have any particular passion about any particular thing. I just said, well, you know, let me just see what it's all about, you know? Let me maybe see if maybe she's right or maybe she's wrong. And I said, let me just check. I started and I started reading these books and looking into these things and these broadcasting companies and everything else. And I was like, it doesn't seem like it's that hard to me. Mm. You just need to, you just need to, you know, find out what you want to do. Cause it was so, I found there were so many different fields mm. of being on TV. There's so many jobs, like thousands of different things you can actually do to be involved in TV or movie broadcasting or whatever. Mm. And I said, you know what? I think I can do this. And then years later, I remember I had a business. I had a huge call center, a huge call center. Mm. And I had a partner. His name was Alan. And uh, we were sitting down talking. And I said, Alan, I'm going to have to walk away from this company. He said, why would you say that? We're doing, we're doing better than we ever did. You know, I think at that time, the company was making about $200,000 a week in, in gross revenue uh, in telemarketing. And wow. uh, I said, it was four partners. We had four, four of us. I said, I just want to give up my share of the company. I don't want you guys to have to buy me out. Uh, I don't want to have to, you know, worry about that. Or I'm not going to ask you to give me any kind of parachute, golden parachute for me to leave. I'll teach you guys everything you need to know from, from my aspect of whatever, everything that I was doing for the company. I was the president of the company. Uh, but I got to follow my passion. And he said, well, mm -hmm. what's your passion? I said, look, mm -hmm. man, I need, to, I need to be talking to people on TV. I need to be talking to people on the Internet. I, be, I need to be spreading the word for what I have in here. It's just, I'm just, I'm suffering every single day. Strong, man. Strong, brother. Strong, yeah. man. You know, so uh, I was suffering. And I walked out. And he said, well, what are you going to do? I said, I'm going to be on every, every single thing you turn on. When you turn on the internet, you're going to see my face. When you turn on the TV, you're going to see my face. You turn on any social media, you're going to see my face. I said, wherever you look, you're going to find me on everything you see. Movie theaters, everywhere you look, you're going to see my face. And mm. he chuckled. And he said, okay, man. But you know what? Five years later, he called me and said, you were right. You did it. <laughs> Beautiful. You did it. Beautiful. You did Beautiful. it. And literally, everywhere you turn, you will see me on something somewhere at some any given time. You'll never know when and where it will be. I even yeah. did TV commercials. I was on TV commercials, infomercials on Sunday mm. afternoons for skincare. 
I did whatever it took. I said, I just want to get my face in front of as many people as I can so people can recognize my face. And that's all I need to get my door open to do what I need to do. And that's exactly what I did. I didn't give in to the pushback, to the haters, to the trolls, to the people who I considered to be big mentors that told me I couldn't do what they said, what I, I was saying I could do. To a teacher only in the, in the third grade, I don't know, third grade, I think I was nine years old at the time, or I think I was uh, seven, uh, eight or nine at the time. But to get that slap in the face and I stood back up again, I got back up, I pulled my britches up and I went back to work again. That's the kind of mindset you have to have. That's the kind of determination you have to have to make it in this world. And when you don't have that, then you succumb to the trolls and the hate and the self-doubt and everything else. And then you sit back and wonder, man, I'm six years old and I look back and nothing happened. I didn't do nothing with my life. Don't mm. let that happen to you, period. Exactly. Facts. I'm telling you, don't do it. Don't let it happen. That's why I teach these classes, man. You know? That's the you gave you just gave the blueprint for God power right there, my brother. Yeah. You just gave it right there. You just gave it right there what you had to go through. And just to add on, Billy, to your mindset that you had, family, and to let people know when they want to take this route to God power, it gets tricky. And Billy mentioned the mentors doubting him. Do you know how confusing it is, family, to have people you look up to, your mentors, your parents, your quote-unquote master teachers doubt or tell you don't do something that in your heart you want to do? Yeah, it's tough. It was tough. And what that means, you have, a, you have to make a, a decision. This man, this woman, this group that taught me everything Something in my heart tells me to go another way, and they're telling me not to do it. And I followed them blindly for years, and you got to go against them. Mm. Family, if I tell you how many people, quote-unquote, master teachers I had to go against or mentors I had to go against to get where I'm at today, family, you have to follow your heart. You have to follow your intuition. Thank God Billy followed his, did not listen to the teachers, did not listen to the mentors, did not only listen to that inner voice with inside. That's God power, and he deserves where he's at right now, and it's a shame that Can you hear me? Yeah, there you go. You back now. You, you froze Billy? for a second. What'd you say? Okay. okay. You said it's yeah, a shame yeah. that something. Hey, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a shame. We need to, what you're doing right now is demonstrating God power, Billy. People need to know what you have to go through to obtain God power. Because people are going to see the workshop, never know where it's going to come from. It could come from your wife, your husband, whoever. And you have to move forward doing what you said you was going to do. It could be something as simple as a fast. And your wife might bring a steak to you on day three of your fast and say, hey, baby, I made this steak. You got to eat it, baby. <laughs> I put my all into it. And, and you're yeah. forced with that decision. You're like, oh, this steak look beautiful. It's, yeah. it's filet mignon. She got the uh -huh. sauce and everything. And you got to say, no, baby, I'm dedicated <laughs> to this fast. I'm going to continue with this fast, baby. Thank you, but no thank you. Give a kiss on the cheek it's a mamba mentality like kobe right. had it's a certain mamba mentality that you gotta have to fulfill your god power your destiny and man billy yeah. i mean just, just just you talking about that billy i'm 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 thankful that you 
you, you, sir, you, you example to humanity, my brother. You inspired me, and and it was all worth it. The journey, my brother, was all worth it, man. <laughs> yeah, it's all worth it, man. You know, I look back, and uh, I was just having a talk with somebody the other the other day about a lot of the things I've been able to accomplish in my short life. You know, yeah, I'm only 51. I'll be 52 in September, and um, you know, just looking back at a lot of the things I've been able to do. And a lot of the people I've been able to help, you know, raised well over $12 million uh, uh, to help people all around the world, um, you know, help people get houses of homeless people with homeless families uh, with, with no houses, families with, with no intuition for their kids. I mean, I've done so much stuff. And I look back and I go, man, I, I, I was able to do this. You know, I, I've just been blessed to be able to do and still live the life that I want to live. I still brought heaven to earth. I still created my own heaven mm. on earth. I didn't wait to die so I can live. I chose to live now. And, um, you know, I've lived the life of 10 men already, in my personal opinion. I've lived, I've done things yeah. that some people will probably even never get a chance to do, not in three lifetimes. And yeah, I've been able to yeah. do it now in this one lifetime. You know, so I've been truly blessed, man. And so my, you know, the rest of my life is what else can I do? It's just, hey, how many people can I help? How many people can I bring the information to? How many people can I bless? How many people can I continue to be a service to others and teach that same mentality and teach people how to build a legacy and help find a way to change the world, which is really what it all comes down to. How do we change the world? Every time that you speak, Brother Rich, every time that I speak and we, and we teach and we bring the information and knowledge to people, what we're doing is we're traveling in time. We're time traveling. Mm. We're sending our consciousness with cymatic frequencies into the future mm -hmm. by spitting out the information and then it goes into the future and it literally alters the future reality in the third dimension mm. that's exactly what we do when we do these things when we teach when we show people how to live when we show people there's another there's there's another way to make it not the way that you've been told or programmed to think it is but there's actually multiple ways to, to go there's multiple splits in a road and when you do that you literally travel into the future and you change future realities in somebody's life. Whereas a person was going to go this route, this way down this road, they now are going down this road into a totally different path, into a path maybe of enlightenment, a path of abundance, a path of gratitude and fulfillment. Whereas the other way, they could have gone down a dark road and ended up at a dead end. So that's why these kind of shows and these talks, man, they're just so important because they're not yeah. going to do this in school. It ain't going to happen no. at university. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> They're not going to do it in families in most cases. It ain't going to happen. Mm. One of the things that I'm, I'm excited about this workshop on January 7th, and I advise every, I don't know how many people's in the chat right now, but I advise everybody to sign up. We've been taught and conditioned. First of all, let me say this. Don't be, one of the biggest traumas that we have currently is that we're mad at our parents. Our mm. parents underwent a certain program. Don't be mad at them. They went underwent a certain program that, they was lied to on a whole nother level. Mm -hmm. We're privy and we're and with and we're, and we're fortunate enough to be raised in an era where we're getting a certain amount of truths that they weren't privy to when they were young. They yeah. didn't know about milk. They was told milk does our body good. Mm -hmm. They were, you know, there, there was 10 commercials a day on milk. Your favorite celebrity drinking milk, a full glass of milk. They mm -hmm. didn't know a lot of things about uh, raising you or about life, about school. They just went along with the program because they didn't know nothing else. Number mm -hmm. one, family, don't be mad at your parents. Even if they did wrong, family, we have to get, I don't want to say get over that, but we have to forgive them. 
and we have to uh, uh, move forward and understand yeah. that that's no longer going to serve us, serve mm-hmm. us by being upset at them. The second mm-hmm. thing I want us to realize, family, and, and Billy and uh, Dr. B. Sirius is going to talk about this January 7th, is that they're teaching, Billy and Dr. B. is teaching a quantum model of reality. So what our parents went through, family, and uh, uh, Joe Dispenza talks about this as a Newtonian uh, model of reality, and that deals with cause and effect. So let me give you an example. Something happens, and uh, a cause happens, and then I'm going to be happy. So let's say... Uh, I get a raise, so I'm going to be happy after I get a raise. The Mm -hmm. quantum model of reality is about causing an effect. So I'm going to be happy before I get the raise. That's something we don't, that's a level Mm -hmm. of understanding we don't understand. Listen to what I'm saying, family. Mm -hmm. A lot, we were taught to be happy after we get the raise or after, after we get the promotion or after we start our own business, then I can be happy. They're teaching you, family, be happy before you get the promotion, before you start your business, that way you could bring it into your reality because reality is quantum. So you yeah. have to meet the feeling before the feeling meets you. That's the feeling right. ain't going to meet you before you meet it, family. So you have to embrace the feeling of happiness, of gratitude, of having that call. And that's the hard part because we could we could grasp the intellectual part. We could read a book and we could recite affirmations all day, Billy. For a lot of people, they don't work. The mm-hmm. thing is, if I'm affirming every day that I'm happy, I have to actually embrace that feeling of happiness right. in order to bring it or attract it into my life. Mm-hmm. So that's an important aspect that, you know, is going to be talked about. And uh, some people call it emotional emotional rehearsals, just like they have movie rehearsals. There's something yeah. called emotional rehearsals. The Secret talked about it, where if you want a car, go to the dealership, sit mm-hmm. in the car, experience sitting in the car. That's an mm-hmm. emotional rehearsal rehearsal that's going to attract the car to you. But right. by just sitting there saying, I'm going to get the car, sometimes depending on your level of emotional intensity, you won't attract it to you. But we have to get out of the old Newtonian model of reality, mm-hmm. and we have to go toward the uh, uh, quantum model yeah. of reality, which says in order to get a goal, I have to embrace the feeling of the goal before I have that goal. And that's what it's that's what it's all about, family. That's, that's what it's, what it's all, all about, about, man. You hit yeah. it right on the head, man. We got twenty five hundred people in the chat right now. Wow. Okay, a lot you of know, people. I want yeah. every single one of you guys to come to this workshop, uh, and you know, uh, get family members to come over. This is a family affair. All of our information is rated Truly. G. You should be teaching your kids this information. Get them started from an early age. Getting this in, they may not be able to digest and discern every single thing that's being taught, but over time, hearing it over and over again, just like the mainstream corporations program your kids with all this goop and garbage and stuff nonstop until they finally get it and they got money to go spend on it or force mm-hmm. you to go spend on it, you should be pumping this kind of information to your kids nonstop. You know, that's why I created Forbidden Knowledge TV, an alternative place to go to get uh, information, watch shows, documentaries, and everything else. That gives you information in a different way, in a different style, information that's alternative that you can definitely begin to reprogram or learn other ways of thinking, not just the way that they want you to think. And what what you said, Brother Rich, was so key, too, before we wrap up tonight about forgiving your parents. You know, I have two books out right now. The third book has actually just came out. um, It's already a bestseller, The Epic of Humanity. But the Mm -hmm. first two books I put out, the Compendium of the Emerald Tablets and Woke Doesn't Mean Broke. The mm. first book I dedicated to my mom. Now, my parents, they were, you know, very, very 
small means financially, mm-hmm. not weren't the best uh, parents in terms of understanding how to raise a family. I'm not even going to lie. I'm not going to sit here and fabricate. My mother loved me. My father loved me. They just didn't know what the heck they were doing. It was a very uh, dysfunctional family unit. My father was on drugs, alcohol, uh, you know, gone for months and months at a time. My mother put up with a lot of abuse and everything else and kept us in a situation that was really detrimental to our our conscious well-being of my, my, you know, as my, my, her, my, uh, my brothers and sisters. And, but I dedicated my book to, to them. My first book to my mom, my second book to my dad. That was part of my forgiveness process. You understand? Dedicating the first book to my mom. And the reason why, is because she told me about beings that weren't from earth in her opinion. This was back in the 1970s before UFO shows even existed. She told me about Prue and the Nazca lines in the 1970s. My dad, who uh, forced me to go become my own boss, maybe go to work at the age of 12 and start paying rent at the age of 12 of 100 bucks a month. That lit something else inside of me and sparked something else inside of me that took me to the levels that I'm at. Plus all the book reports he used to make me write since I was a little tiny baby, a toddler. He had me doing book reports from then all the way through into my teens. All right. Every single week, a book report. And so. Between those things, I had to dedicate it. And I realized that even with everything that went wrong with the upbringing and everything else, uh, and, 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 and still, at the end of the day, they did the best that they could actually do with what they knew, okay? And they instilled enough in me to get me to where I am today so I wouldn't change a thing. I took, instead of having PTSD, I turned it into PTG. This is what Dr. Amen, the number one psychologist in the world, told me after scanning my brain. He said I had PTG, post-traumatic growth. Ooh. A total opposite of PTSD. I took the trauma, really? a diamond-shaped Whoa. trauma pattern in my brain, which you're going to see Whoa. on the new show coming up on his show, Scan My Brain. Whoa. Whoa. And I converted the trauma into <clears throat> growth. And mm. that's what I'm going to be teaching in this workshop. So you don't want to miss it. Rich, thanks for hopping on here tonight, man. I appreciate you, brother. Let me just say this, Billy. I got to say this. This is important. Yeah. I'm being transparent tonight. And this yeah. is important. We're moving into the God year, the number seven year. Um, mm. You could... Uh, have you ever had King Simon on your YouTube channel? Yeah. Yeah, King Simon will break it down to y'all, uh, as mm-hmm. well as a lot of other numerologists. The importance of the number seven next year is going to be vital to humanity. And what mm-hmm. I want to say, I talked a, I talked a lot tonight, and Billy was transparent tonight. I want to be transparent as well. When I um when I first uh contacted Billy and and people knew I was going to connect with him, and I, I talked earlier about people trying to trick you out of your blessings for whatever mm-hmm. reason. I got a lot of pushback and people telling me don't mess with Billy Carson because he's a yeah. he's a government agent. Yeah, I remember and that. Yeah, Billy's approach, he's a clean-cut guy, and uh, he has a certain approach, and he's unapologetic. This is who he is, and that's how he's supposed to be. And people are like, do you see the shades he wear? He, why is he always wearing shades? He's he's hiding something. <laughs> why is he? Why does he talk about money so much? Oh, my, I can see it. I can feel it. He's a government. And I'm like, no, I don't feel that. No, I don't see that. I don't feel And I'm, I'm extremely intuitive, fam. When I say extreme, I mean I'm extremely intuitive. So I didn't see it. I didn't feel it. But it was just coming from so many different areas. People mm-hmm. who are teachers that's been on my show. Um, regular people, DMs in the mm-hmm. Instagram. I mean, mm-hmm. all over. I'm like, well, God damn. What the <laughs> hell is going on? I mean, I said, this, this has to be 
something has incredible has to happen between me and his brother for me to get yeah. this level of pushback. And I'm gonna tell you, family, I probably met this brother, contacted his brother in 2018. We're going to 2023. It has been an amazing yeah. business yeah. relationship with this brother, a friendship turned into a friendship with this brother. This yeah. brother is one of the most honest, trustworthy. Uh, 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 just amazing folks you Thank can you, meet, man. always willing to help somebody. And if I had listened to these, and I pardon the language, these niggas, <laughs> I would, I, would be, I, I can't say no other word, these niggas, <laughs> I would not be where I am right now, family. You cannot listen. 80% of the advice you get from folks is going to be horrible advice. A lot of people say that. Hmm. And not to say they don't listen to people, but you have to learn to listen to yourself. Myself yeah. said, this is a good dude. This is a good dude right here. I don't care if he, you know, I, I come from the community where we wear dashikis and shit, and we think we extra pro-black, and we put on certain fragrances. Billy came with a suit, a tie, sunglasses, and they're like, wait a minute, where's this brother's dashiki at? He's not pro-black, and no. And, th and that's such an infantile mind state. Yeah. But I'm bigger than that, and I understand that all skin folk and kin folk, and you, gotta, you can't judge somebody by how they look or because right. they're not wearing kente cloth or because they don't have a dashiki on or some some special hat on their head or something like that mm -hmm. this brother is an amazing and this is why fam this is why i've been in a relationship for 17 years mm -hmm. because i'm able to practice discernment and mm -hmm. i'm able to see behind whatever this person is wearing into their character into their heart mm -hmm. And Blue Pill said the other day on my show, you got to practice discernment. We got to do that. It ain't all about what the person um, is wearing or, or, yeah. or, or how how intelligent they're speaking. It's way deeper than that. And Billy, mm -hmm. I'm happy that I, I was able to practice discernment and I'm happy everything we've been through yeah. collectively together. Brother, it's just been amazing. And this workshop is going to yeah. be truly amazing, brother. Um, you're, you're extremely honest. You're one of the most honest brothers in the community that I met. Thank you, man. More Appreciate honest than the, more honest than a lot of the Kente cloth wearing brothers. So you know, or, <laughs> or the you know, so I can't say it's not just yeah. about what you wear or how you look or what music is. It's way deeper than that, family. The deepest thing you could do is follow your intuition, and that is your God power, family. And with that being said, family, I hope to see all of y'all on January seventh because this brother Billy Carson and the brother Doctor Be Serious. It's two of the most amazing individuals that I have the pleasure of spending time with within the last 10, 15, 20 years. These are amazing brothers, and they are truly about what they say. And I'm just excited as anybody that's in the chat room, Billy. I can't wait to January 7th, my brother. Yeah, it's going to be a great workshop. Thank you, man, for putting it together. Thank you for those kind words. I appreciate you, man. You know, it's been a long, a long, rough road. I remember when I first launched Forbidden Knowledge, people said, you don't own that account. There's a you, you, you know you're black, and I'm and these are black people telling me this. Yeah, it's amazing. And I was like, no, I, I own this account. This is this is who I am. I'm, I made all these posts. I you know, but you know, gradually it's gotten better over time, uh, as people begin to realize that they were given false information or that they, their fears were, you know, unwarranted. And mm -hmm. we've done a lot together, man, a lot. And you're yeah. a great business partner. We've, we've done some great, great things. And you know me, uh, when it comes time to pay, I take care of business immediately. I don't hold back. I don't play no games. I never play with money because uh, I don't believe, you, you, know, you, you know, that old thing.
do unto others as you would have them do unto you. You know, I don't want nobody playing with my money, so I don't play with anybody's money. Uh, and man, it's been vice versa the same way, man. So I appreciate you, brother. And uh, I'm looking forward to this workshop, man. And we're going to hop off of here tonight, guys, because we have now Roderick Martin getting ready to start his podcast tonight. So if you want to hang on for log off for this and log on to Roderick Martin's live podcast, he'll be on live on this same channel on Forbidden Knowledge. All right, brother Rich. P peace, brother. Thank you so much, man. I love you, man. Peace, family. Love. Peace.